Greetings! You've entered into the Paracosmos, where anything is possible and everything is probable. I'm Lacey, the liberties directors take when making superhero movies. And I'm Leah, the Punisher's white-hot rage for justice. Hell yeah, I love it. (laughs) White-hot rage. White-hot rage. (laughs) Oh god, that just goes along with his aesthetic It really, It really seemed like it fits that, uh, that issue we just read. Yeah, it it does. It the ninety the nineties dialogue in that was killing me last night. We're gonna dead you. Yeah, yeah. It's very. It's oh man, it's old. You can tell it's old. <laughs> oh my god, reading it, it's like oh boy, wow, this is <laughs> wow, this is noise. This is noise. <laughs> um. So if you haven't caught on, today we're going to be talking about not Punisher, because I realized that might have been confused. (laughs) Um, We're going to be talking about Venom. We're going to be talking about uh, the movie. We're going to talk a little bit about the comic books as well, of course. And we're going to talk about the new trailer that uh, Lee actually told me was delayed. The movie was delayed. Pretty bummed about that. Yep, we got October 15th, I think, is the standing date right now. Uh, But the possibility to move to January 22nd is still on the table. Uh, I hope not. It'd be such a good October movie. It is. And I think it was originally supposed to come out in October of last year. Uh, and then they delayed it to September of this year. Yeah, like, imagine having, like, in the horror world, we have Halloween coming out. And then in the superhero world, we'd have, like, Venom with Carnage coming out, which he's a serial killer. So, like, it would just fit the October, like, horror-ish vibe. And so I'd be I'd be bummed if it got delayed. I really hope it sticks to October. I do, too. And I think that on October 15th, there's, like, a handful of movies that are coming out. Um, so we'll just have to see if they actually do release it on that day. I want to say in in uh, October, that's when like all the animated Adams Family and Hotel Transylvania that come is out. The same day Halloween is getting released. Yeah, Halloween. Halloween what is it? Halloween Kills. Yep, Halloween uh, Kills is coming out on the fifteenth. I would go. I would honestly go see both. If, if yeah, I would do a double. Can, yeah, I would do just a double feature. I would go see Halloween Kills, and then I would, like, maybe grab dinner, and then I would go watch Venom, or vice versa. Like, probably, the, yeah. probably vice versa, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say, to I think I think I would do Venom, and then and then go back and do Halloween as, like, a Pick night. it up a notch on the floor and kill scale. <laughs> Let's compare these two movies that are not at all the same. <laughs> not at all, except that they both have serial killers. That's it. That's our one right? comparison. And they're both, I know. Little, they're both spoopy. I'll have to watch um, the first Halloween again before I go see Halloween Kills. Uh, I've only seen it the one time when I saw it in theaters. That's it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still remember every single thing that happened in it, but, you know, there might be a few things. I'm excited for them to explain how he gets out, but I could go on a whole rant about that. We will table that discussion for October. Yes, I think that we will do an episode right before it releases about how excited we are. 
Yeah, we'll do like a recap of the first movie, a quick recap, and then like a what Halloween means to us. Yes. All right, cool. So today we're going to be talking about Venom. Um, One of the things I wanted to kind of start off with was the differences from the movie to the comic. And that's only because the movie right from the get go changes the story from the very beginning. Yeah, it really, really does. And Venom is not a character that I am super, super versed in, but I still know his core background and they really didn't touch that in the movie. I'd say I'm like, like medium level, like novice when it comes to Venom. Um, I love Venom. He's one of my, uh, like, I think he, I, I can't remember if I made him one of my top characters or an honorable mention, but he was, he was in the list somewhere. I think it was an honorable mention. Um, yeah. Because I do very much enjoy the character. I love the symbiote, like, concept. Um and just the fact that whoever it meshes with is kind of who it like adapts to and takes on personality. Um, that's just such a cool concept for me. So, um, yeah. So the differences would be that in the original comics, because we're following Eddie Brock, because we know that multiple people in the Marvel Universe have been, you know, have had a symbiote and been some sort of venom. Uh, so we're following Eddie Brock because that's what the movie followed was the news reporter, Eddie Brock. And in the movie, he's a news reporter and he is, um, he is dating who's actually his wife in the comic books. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're just dating in the movies. Um, and, uh, sort of like gets this gig to interview this big pharmaceutical dude, like, big science, you know, big, rich, like, evil Tony Stark a little bit, you know, with, but just not with uh, inventions, but with pharmaceuticals. Um, very that same sort of rich guy aesthetic. And uh, he, so he gets this interview, and it was, like, a risk on the girlfriend's part because, like, she knows that Eddie Brock can be a little, like, how would you say? How would you say he is? Like, he's not very... He's not necessarily unhinged, but he's like a dog with a bone. Yeah. You know? Like, he he gets on something and does not let it go until he's beat it to death. Uh, and, yeah. And as from what I remember, Anne knew he got... Annie knew he got the interview, but she did not tell him about her firm, her law firm representing uh, Carlton Drake. I think he discovered that. Because I think she's like, um, because she gets fired over it. Um, So I knew it. Yeah, because he uses her info. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. She gets her fired. Um, Yeah, so he uses her info in the movie, uh, gets her fired, and then obviously she breaks up with him because he was only thinking of himself in the moment. And that's also when he gets fired from being a reporter in the movie. And then we kind of lead into this whole thing where uh, one of the scientists from the labs is like, you're the only one that can help. Like, this is a bad thing that's happening because they're, you know, messing with symbiotes and they're eat the symbiotes are not meshing well with people and they're eating people. 
Um, well, not eating. I guess not eating them. They're just, yeah, like, they're just not bonding. So yeah, it's not, it's yeah. like a rabid fever, I guess. Like it's heating their bodies up and then they just die. Yeah, so not eating them, but like just destroying them from the inside out, essentially, because the yeah. bonding doesn't work. So he goes in and then he accidentally gets like, I guess you could say infected or because it's like a parasite. Yeah, it's it's like a parasite. And he sees this uh, this homeless woman that he's friendly with. Um, and he tries to save her. So I think that that's a real good tipping off point to like what type of character Eddie is in this movie. You know, like he immediately tries to save this person that is in danger and then he gets himself in trouble along the way, which is, I guess, a little different from how he is portrayed sometimes in the comics. Yeah. So in the comics, it's a totally different story. It's um, he's still a news reporter. They still got that right. But this whole thing happens where he uh, exposes an infamous killer known as Sin Eater, but he exposed the wrong person. And then Peter Parker, we know he's also like a reporter, like a journalist, and he actually publishes the correct version of the story. And so that's how Brock gets fired because he became like a laughing stock. Like he was recognized for getting such a big case and a big thing wrong. And he blamed Peter Parker for it because Peter Parker posted the right story. Um, and the symbiote had already been with Peter Parker at this point and left him. So the symbiote actually doesn't like Peter Parker as well. So when the symbiote is with Eddie, they have this literal shared hatred over Peter Parker. Which is why in the comics you see them as enemies a lot. Because there's a lot of like vengeful, like, screw Spider-Man in this one shared body. Yeah, they just really, really hate him. It's like an obsession in the comics. Like, yeah, and just- it, it carries on for years and years, too. Like, even when Venom is like a an anti-hero, he still kind of just hates Spider-Man. Yeah. I think I think one of the few times we get to see, you know, Venom and Spider-Man work together is when they go against Carnage. Yeah, because I think Spider-Man goes and gets Venom, doesn't he? Uh, that like they, there's no way he the, either one of them could beat Carnage on their own. Yes, they usually have to team up uh, when beating Carnage because Carnage is very strong. Although what's funny is if you actually go and look at a list. Of, like, the most powerful symbiotes. Like, and obviously this is opinionated. But people tend to say that Venom is always stronger than Carnage. But in the comic books, it's usually a team-up to take him down. So, I don't think that's true. But do I think the movie's gonna portray it that way? Yes. (laughs) I know, but, like, how are they gonna do that without Spider-Man? Right. Exactly. How crazy would it be if we got Spider-Man in this new movie for the team-up? brother i have some opinions and some theories but we'll wait and get into that when we get into the uh the okay carnage. all right all right all right um <laughs> one more thing i wanted to mention about venom is that just for those uh people who haven't read the comics or anything is that he actually you wouldn't think he's like a team player because he's to me he just isn't uh, he's very like he he's kind of similar to Punisher, and when he gets his mind set on something, he just goes and goes and goes, um, no matter what that is going to be. 
In fact, the comic we read involved his whole mission was that he had to save an undercover reporter uh, that was undercover with a gang, like before he had to like shoot people to prove that he was part of the gang, and he failed his mission. Um, but the whole time, Punisher is out there trying to just like kill the gang members. It's this whole back and forth and then they like venom and punisher or punisher assumes that venom is not on his side they get in each other's way and then that's what causes venom to like not be able to get to his target in time to save him and it's crazy like he really like they show him a lot not working well with others but he actually does become part of uh what's called the sinister six which has like um Sandman and Vulture, Electro has Craven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mysterio, you know, so he does become part of a team at some point, whether that team stays together for a long time or not, probably not, but yeah. Know. It's it's like if he if he has a focus on something, he can put aside his initial feelings for things to get the mission done. Uh, which is what he did in that comic we read. Um he just really wanted to kill the Punisher for being obnoxious, and he was like, never mind, I gotta save the reporter. He's yeah. one of us. It was Venom Funeral Pyre, for those of you wondering. Yeah. A little short four-book series. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, like I said, very Venom. Very much seeing how he doesn't work well with others, and how he has that one-track mind. And fights with Yeah, himself. and you could... You in that in that little story, you could still tell that Eddie Brock was like trying really hard to hold on to humanity by just going out and saving somebody. Oh and, yeah, and trying to stop the Punisher from killing the reporter. Um, I don't believe they succeeded in their mission at all, but you know, that's life. Yeah, it's a pretty sad ending, honestly how it <laughs> ends up going but i mean so let's talk about um in the movies they kind of add another like thing on top of it where he's dealing with like the whole reason that eddie leaves behind the symbiote at one point is because oh <coughs> well, you're destroying me from the inside out and he gets mad because he felt lied to yeah, but then they essentially they end up teaming up again because they have to to defeat. Oh God, what's his name? Uh, Carlton Drake. Yes, Carlton Drake. They have to defeat. Who Carlton is Drake. Riot? Uh, I believe so. Let me see. I think that, I think that is his symbiote. Uh, is is a uh, Riot? Because in yes, the movie, it's Riot. Yeah, in in the movie Venom, the 2018 movie, which I can't believe it was 2018 when that came out because it feels so long ago. It does feel like a long time ago. I know. The last two years have felt like five years. Um, The symbiotes come to Earth because Carlton Drake has sent a spaceship up to find life. They got a hint of these symbiotes on a planet, and then he was like, let's go get some symbiotes. And uh, now they're in trouble. Yeah, so in that story, he's the reason why they're here. Um, Which I guess, like, you have to explain it in some way. I get it. Like, you had to, for movie context, like, 
you had to explain why they were there. So I, yeah, I, I understand I that. I want to say comic book lore is what a crashed meteor, or was it when uh, J. Jonah Jameson's son went to space and he brought back the symbiote on accident? Um, I don't remember which one is is the legit because they've done it both ways in the animated series and in the comic book. Nobody, like, come at me, but, like, I do think it's the Comet one, because I think that's what, um, part of what inspired the movie is because they run into that Comet. Yeah. Okay. So I do, I do think, I think the movie kind of mixed them, because technically, like... I think so. Like, the movie mixed the fact that there is a Comet with them, and then also they got it and took the uh, symbiotes back in the spaceship. So I think they kind of, like, mixed the lore a bit. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't really remember. There, it, like they change it so often that it's almost irrelevant of how it came to be once it's here. You know? Yeah, it's almost like that's it doesn't. Yeah, matter. It, it like really because doesn't. We've had multiple, like we have the Guardians of the Galaxy. People are going to space and coming back. Like we don't need to. You don't always need some crazy explanation for how something got to Earth anymore. Yeah, that's just that's just enough of it. Like, oh, it came to Earth. Like, that's good. Yep. Like, I do okay, I do cool. like how? Venom came to be though in the comics because he was just he was nothing until they gave Spider-Man a new black suit and everybody hated it so they were like uh it's a symbiote just kidding it's from space it's an alien actually (laughs) we're just messing around uh we're gonna get rid of this you know they're like and his red suit is back it was an alien life on him uh wasn't a new suit we would never do that but think about that, like, how cool is that that, like, the audience gets to be like, we hate this so much, but that actually is what created. Like, like you said, that's, like, such a cool way for a new character to get created. Like, they could have just scrapped his suit, but instead they were like, well, what if we actually made this an entirely new character and gave it a backstory? I know, I love that. And I think that there was a fan that had something to do with that. Um, it's always a dedicated fan out there that's making the, it is. Put, Somebody... put the work in. And I could be confusing this with a different Marvel storyline that they did, but it did involve Spider-Man either way. Uh, somebody was reading it and was like, well, that's a stupid-ass idea, and then wrote into Marvel in the 80s and was like, this is what you should do to fix it. And they read it, and they were like, I like that. We'll give you $300 to use your story idea. And then they just sent this dude a check for like $300 and used his story, and then that has spanned like the last like 60 fucking... I was in issues of comic books. That was, that's almost free Taco Bell for a whole year. Basically, and in the 80s, like, that's probably a lot more Taco that Bell. That probably is free Taco Bell for a whole yeah. year. <laughs> Dang, I would, I'd take that deal. You know? Free Taco Bell for a whole year, like, just a, uh, but I think we should take maybe, unless there's anything else you wanted to say about the movie, because that was my main thing. I just want to talk about the, differences um oh and i liked well how did you yeah, I was go ahead say, I, I liked how they portrayed venom in the movie like his like the the yeah. back and forth between them the sarcasm like venom not understanding like human etiquettes i liked it yeah i enjoyed the venom movie a lot more than i thought i would because let's be real sony just can't put out a good comic book movie Hardly ever. First three Spider-Man movies, they were they were decent for the time that they came out in. 
uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies were not that good. I didn't like them. So when they announced Venom, I was like, oh, God, what are they going to do to it? I was really, really hesitant to go watch it. But then when I left the theater, I was like, ooh, that was actually really, really good uh, and really entertaining. So I don't know if it was because I went in with such low expectations that it exceeded them. Or if it was... I also went in with low expectations. So now I'm scared for Carnage. Let there be Carnage. Because I'm like, I have higher expectations now. Okay, so let's... Sorry, go ahead and finish. I I have one comment to say to that. But go ahead and finish. Okay, okay. Um, I was just going to ask you, how did it bother you at all that they didn't include the Spider-Man arc of it before he got the symbiote? Or does that not even matter anymore? Do we not need Spider-Man to feel eddie brock i mean the way they did it i guess we they they definitely started him out as more of a hero than a vengeful anti-hero yeah yeah for sure so i mean i would have liked to see the actual story but i mean i also understand like you know we're gonna introduce this character and we want him to be seen as a hero first so i get it i still i still kind of get like anti-hero vibes from him though because he is still eating people oh yeah like, he eats bad people. Like, they're bad people, but he's still, like, you know, eating people. Oh, I mean, yeah, and he destroys all those, So, you know, I don't, I'm interested in the it. whole scene. I mean, in fairness, they were, like, a SWAT team coming after him, so, <laughs> like, that's self-defense. Yeah, so, so, to be fair, they weren't necessarily good guys. Yeah, that's, like, self-defense straight up. But, no, I mean, I, yeah, I still get the anti-hero vibes. I guess it's just a lot less vengeful. It's more I'm trying to save the world and a lot less, like, I hate spider-man it was yeah it was very like guardians of the galaxy you know where they're at the end of the movie and rocket's like why do you want to save the world like the world's never done anything for you and and star lord's like well i live here so i have to save it right exactly kind of, that yeah that was kind of the vibe i got from the ending of venom with eddie and venom like well we live on this planet and we like this planet so we should probably save it yeah we have to do something to save it it was very simple. Like, the motive behind everything was very simple and realistic. And uh, Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock slash Venom gave me a lot more joy than I thought it would. Oh, I love Tom Hardy. I think he did a great job. Yeah, I I was so, so impressed with his ability to just be an actual human disaster in a disgusting sweatshirt for two hours. So, I loved it. Oh my god, yeah, when he's all sweaty and trying to explain things, and then he's telling Venom to shut up, like, don't, stop talking. (laughs) I know, just, he eats a lobster. Yes! Oh my uh... god, the restaurant scene. The restaurant (laughs) scene is the most, apparently, I learned that that was, um, those were gummies. Like, those were realistic gummies. So he was actually eating something. I know, I know he improved the getting in the tank. I don't think he was was supposed to get in the tank. Uh, so it seems like he really does have a grasp on the character. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And I love his enthusiasm right now. Of, like he's really pushing Sony to give him a Spidey fight. You know, like he really, really wants to face off with Spider-Man. Yeah, I would. I, I would love to see that. Yeah. So uh, any other opinions or thoughts on the first Venom movie before we move on to some review and prediction for Let There Be Carnage? My only gripe. Is that Anne, his girlfriend, is, oh, I guess ex-girlfriend at this point and dating someone else, is completely bonded, like, just fine with Venom to bring it back to Eddie. I'm like, you, 
did you even go through a fever period? Did you even like? Yeah, that I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like everybody else died. Yeah, everyone else died. Like, how did you bond so well with Venom right off the bat? And also, even when Eddie Eddie bonded bonded with Venom, he still had like he was not doing. Yeah, so hard. he had a fever period where he had he had to like essentially overcome the virus, like and to finish bonding and she was just like oh here we are yeah and i know that she does take on the venom suit in the comic at one point she becomes lady venom which is obnoxious but so maybe that is what they were going for like the two of them are meant to be together and because they're meant to be together venom is interchangeable but i don't know but it just didn't come across yeah it didn't it didn't read that way in the movie because at that point they broke up She's ended their engagement. She's with another Dating guy, else. but still into Eddie. And I don't know. That's messy. Yeah, it's yeah that part of it was messy. I didn't really enjoy that back and forth. I think it's going to be more messy. In the yes, it does. It does look like it will be more messy uh, based on the trailers. So yeah, speaking of the trailer, why don't we take a break, go watch the trailer one more time and then talk about it. So we're back from watching the trailer. How do you feel? <laughs> I, I'm excited that Shriek is in it too. Okay, is that who that was? That's honestly like, yeah, that's Shriek. That's gotta okay. be Shriek. There's no way it's not Shriek if we're introducing Carnage. Um, for those of you that don't know, in the comics, Carnage does have a lady, and her name is Shriek. And boy, howdy, do they like each other? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are very. Um, sexual in the comics oh, I didn't know that. with each other yeah they're very like all about each other like let, okay let me just read you something like when they first meet like she's locked up which also makes me think that carnage is going to be the one to break shriek out in the movie and uh, she's like sitting there and thinks he, like basically they're talking about killing people and she thinks he's cool and he's just like, well, why should I share my action? And she's like, you have nothing to lose and so much to gain. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so like, yes, it is. Woo! That will be Shriek. Uh, it that's is confirmed. Yeah. That's who that is. Yeah. Uh, it's listed in the character. Yeah. So uh, what's interesting things. about that is not only is Venom going to have to fight Carnage then, he's going to have to fight Shriek. So doing that by himself that's where I'm like, how are they going to do this? Because there's, there is absolutely no way that Spider-Man is in this movie. We would already know about it. Yeah, they would have. Like, they can't just pull a surprise cameo out because it would have already been spoiled. It's been two yeah. years. Yeah, it definitely would have been spoiled. You know, since it, since it wrapped filming. Uh, at least a year and a half since it wrapped filming. So we would have for sure known by now had there was if there was going to be some type of big appearance like that. But how are they going to do this? Is it just going to end with like an open ending where Carnage kind of gets away and then that's where the third movie will go into? Oh, true. Like Shriek might actually do something to let Carnage get away. Because she, like I said, she's like into him. I mean, hey, power couple, you know? <laughs> that's gross. Like, I'm into it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I guess. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my god Listen, shriek is shriek is hot like <laughs> like that's such a sick like i'm just gonna scream at you like 
to fuck you up. It's like, yes, that's that's sick. I wish I could just scream at people and mess them up too. That'd be nice. I scream at people and nothing happens. So yeah, they just look at me weird. Like, are you insane? I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. You know, they're like, ma'am, this is a bank. You can't just scream at people. <laughs> and I'm like, but I just wanted money. <laughs> just give me the money. <laughs> uh, okay, so super excited for Shriek. Um, I oh, where was it? Oh God. Here we go. Woody Harrelson. So how do we feel about Woody Harrelson entering uh, comic lore as Carnage uh, with his bad I'm wig? so excited. I know that's a, yeah, like, definitely a bad wig, but I love Woody Harrelson, like, in the zombie movies he does. Like, just, just in general, like, he has such, like, a, a niche to what he does, and I think that him being Cletus is perfect. I truly... Love Woody Harrelson's Cletus. Already. I yeah, I love Woody Harrelson. I have loved him my whole whole life. Like I think I've seen just about everything he's been in. Um, I was a little taken aback at the end of the first Venom when they gave us the tag scene with uh, Cletus Cassidy in it, um, and it was played by Woody Harrelson. I was like, oh, so they done tapped the big guys for this, and which is funny that I consider like Woody Harrelson to be a, a big guy like a big name hey i do too woody harrelson is i don't i don't think like hollywood air quotes um considers him like one of the top actors what has hollywood ever gotten it right it's this is true uh so far they've got it right with tom hardy being venom yeah but hopefully that means that you know everything else is gonna work out just fine as well I but, think that in the trailer we also see like how creepy he already like how good of a job he is at being creepy because Cletus uh, Cassidy is very creepy and weird and like it's supposed to make your skin crawl like with the things he says and does like he he is a serial killer. Yeah, and that's that's really the only thing that makes me hesitant about it being Woody Harrelson is like yes, he can play psychotic and unhinged and he's been murderers before but could he be the boogeyman style serial killer that legitimately just gives you goosebumps when you think about him i think he can do it with that wig that wig is driving me insane it's so much better than the one at the end of uh the first movie where it was like the big curly um traditional cassidy wig you know uh yeah, because that is what his hair actually yeah, is. Yeah, like, it's very, very messy and all over the place to to further drive in that he's a completely unhinged human being. But I hated that. I was like, that looks so terrible on him. And they fixed it for the second movie, so I guess we'll see what happens with that. It's just really hard to see Woody Harrelson with hair, but I don't think he's ever had hair. Like, ever. Not that I've seen it. Like, not that movies I've seen him in. He's always been... The ball yeah, guy, like I know they've put them in wigs before, but those were not good, good quality. So they normally just let him be his beautiful bald self. Oh my gosh! And so obviously we know he's gonna go after Anne because we literally see it in the trailer. We we get that. We see that pic- he looks at her picture. Um, so I just got the overwhelming sense that Anne is going to die in this movie. That is my Ooh. prediction. Uh, she does not make Honestly, it out of this movie. Honestly, I would like that. I would like to see some character death. I think that, like, some more, like, 
Yeah, I think it's needed. Yeah, like we need some uh some weight. We need to push Eddie Brock now cuz now he's kind of okay with the symbiote. They're living together. Um it does seem like Venom is starting to want more and he's wanting to go out more and eat more people. Um and Eddie Bad guys though. Only bad guys. Only bad guys, but I think they're running out of bad guys to find is what it looks like. Uh Yeah. Which would be a good setup for like at the end of uh, let there be carnage and dies, and then bad guys in San Francisco are non-existent now because they know Venom is out there, so they move back to New York, and we know Spidey is in New York, so that could be a potential third movie where we finally get to see that team up, and then Eddie, instead of having like like hatred for Peter Parker, just goes straight into Spider-Man because he is eating criminals, and Spider-Man's like, you can't just eat bad guys even though they're bad guys. Yeah, you gotta turn him in. Yeah, so now he's, like, trying to get Venom, but Venom is trying to eat Spider-Man, too, and then he's taking out all of his aggression over and dying on him instead. So I think that could work for a third movie. I don't really know. I think it could. I definitely think it could if they ended up doing... Like, if we got... If Carnage escapes this movie and dies, that pushes Venom into more of, like, kind of pushing him towards villain a little bit. Um... And then we get some Spider-Man versus Venom, which would be cool. And then we get Spider-Man and Venom versus Carnage. Because I could see that. I could see them doing, like, this movie ends. um, Carnage somehow gets out because, you know, I don't think that Venom is going to be able to beat him by himself. Um, I don't either. That would be really weird. I mean, in the trailer, just from the, the scenes we got of Carnage, he does look like an unstoppable force. And the fact uh, that he's going to have a partner. Yeah. At least I would hope that they keep true to the comics that Shriek and Carnage are like a thing. Like working together. I, it would be really weird if they pulled out and were like, Shriek's working with Venom. Like, well, that makes I no think sense. I, I don't really know too much about Carnage, you know? Um, other than like what he does and what he's about. But I would say by the end of this movie, Shriek will probably not make it out either. Ooh, you think Shriek's going to die too? I think that there's a good possibility he just kills her to to get away, you know? Like, or leaves her to fend for herself and she ends up dead somehow. Like, Venom kills her or something. Or she's apprehended again and then Carnage gets out. And so that is a good possibility. And then that could also take us into, like, a third... Third film where Venom is just like him and Eddie Brock are like, well, what has being good ever gotten us? And died. And died. These people got away. Um, and now people want to lock me up because of Venom. So what has being good done for us? And then we end up in the Sinister Six because yeah. we are confirmed for Craven. We have Morbius coming out next year. Um, the Vulture is back in Morbius in the trailer. So... The only thing that really is not coming back hot is Mysterio because he died, allegedly. So Allegedly. I feel like they could do some weird comic book fucking hoodoo voodoo bullshit. And it's like, oh, it wasn't really Mysterio that you killed on the bridge. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, I mean, there's always ways to get around. Oh, that. yeah, they could definitely retcon it somehow. So we could end up with a Sinister Six and then that's where we get the Spidey face off. You know. Yeah, that would be sick. So that would be kind of cool. That'd be fun to see in a movie. Uh, do you have any other predictions for Let There Be Carnage? Um, no other predictions at this point. Not with just that trailer. Yeah, I don't think that we're going to get... We might get, like, one more teaser. 
But I don't think they're going to put a trailer out for it again until they know if they're going to delay it from October to January. Also, it's like you like part of me wouldn't might not even watch the next trailer because I don't want too much revealed. Oh, I have no self control. Anytime they release a teaser or a trailer, I have to watch it immediately. That's where this is where me and Leah differ. She has to go read the rumors and see all the trailers <laughs> and be ready to go. And I'm over here like, okay, I'm not going to listen to any rumors. And if they release, well, the that's why I asked you if you wanted me to show you the Moon Knight uh leak that came out it's hard for me to not want to see it (laughs) that's why i asked though because i was just gonna send it to you because like my guy just sent it to me and was like did you see this and i was like i was literally about to send this to you and uh and he was like oh my god so then i was like well i gotta send it to Lacey because uh because ashton is obsessed with the moon knight and uh yeah i was like well i don't want to ruin it if they don't want to see it yet listen no He'll be he'll be but into could- seeing it. I'm just sitting here like, okay, I just gotta remind myself. You don't know what's going on, and you don't know if this is real. Like, don't I don't know I, anything. I like to talk myself yeah, we- when I get rumors. Like, I don't mind seeing them. It's just like I have to like sit there and be like, okay, it might not be real. You're fine. Like, you never know. So the only thing that I. Uh- that I and this is true. I do I do love to see all the trailers, the teasers, the posters. Um, I get a kick out of the rumors and like casting rumors and stuff. Um, I don't read too much into stuff like that because we end up in that like Black Widow thing where Tony Stark was confirmed for the movie and then he didn't appear in it. Like Doctor Strange and WandaVision and then he didn't show up. So like I don't lean on those rumors very heavy because I know that they can change things really quick when they get into post-production. But the only thing I absolutely avoid at all cost is a plot leak. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The only thing that I have seen as far as rumors go that involve Venom and Carnage and potential Sinister Six uh, is that the director of Morbius, uh, the, the lovely Jared Leto film that may or may not ever see the light of day, uh, the director said in an interview this last week that when you walk into a room and you see names on a board like Michael Keaton, Jared Leto, Tom Hardy, and they're all appearing in your film, it's overwhelming. And I was like, wait a second. Back it up. You said Tom Hardy in your Morbius movie? So there oh. may or may not be a Venom cameo in Morbius. That would be... Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So apparently... Sony has said Venom and Morbius both do not take place in the same world as the MCU. And if that is true, that means that the potential for a Spider-Man fight will probably never happen. They just I don't say, think it's true. I think they lie. In. We've been duped before. <laughs> We've been lied to before. They do lie about things. The actors lie about things. Uh, Jonathan Majors, who played Kang in Loki, said he was not going to be in that show. He was in that show. Uh, so they, these people know how to lie. It's like their whole entire career, you know, making you believe shit. So in that first Morbius trailer, you saw Michael Keaton talking to Jared Leto's Morbius. He definitely is playing the vulture in that movie. Like he's listed and billed as Adrian Toomes. So... They lie in, but they're not lying very good. So if, if Venom is in that movie, that means that we are getting closer to a Sinister Six. Which would be so awesome that we yeah. finally see it like in a movie. Just to like just to kind of in general between Sony and the MCU and everything, finally seeing these like groups 
coming together more like not just the avengers like but because that is one major group but now you know like we said the thunderbolts and now we're like sony with the sinister six like just seeing more of the grouped characters come together is really what i'm all about yeah and i think it's going to be really really exciting when they actually get around to it um the only thing that i don't want them to do is to play on like how the Amazing Spider-Man 2 did, where they, like, pressed so heavy on the fact that they were going to develop a Sinister Six movie. Uh, which they canceled that. So if we do get one, it's going to be a completely different version of what it would have been with that Spider-Man world's villains, you know? Right. So as long as they don't, like, try to use these individual, like, Venom movies and the Morbius, and then, you know, Craven the Hunter will come out, I think, next year or something like that. Um... Or the year after that, I don't remember. But as long as they don't lean so heavy on, well, this is a setup for something bigger and take you out of the moment for that one film, then I, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, did you... That was kind of like all my stuff that I was excited about, Sinister Six and Woody Harrelson as Cletus. Did you have anything else? I have high hopes for Venom 2. Um, I'm really, really, really worried yeah, that Same. my expectations are too high for it after the first movie and then the, the two trailers that we've gotten have actually been pretty decent. Yeah, the trailers are hyping me up, honestly. So I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, God, I can't imagine when the No Way Home trailer finally comes out, you know. Um, what No Way Home trailer? Exactly. They're, we're just never going to get it. I don't even think they've made that movie. Honestly, I think they're just lying about it. They're just lying about it. There is no No Way Home movie. Like, oh shit, it's getting too close to that movie coming out. Oh Christ, we gotta we gotta get something together real quick, and it's just gonna be like scenes. Hey, did we forget? Movies. Did we forget <laughs> to make that movie? Oh shit! <laughs> oh, well, just pull the deleted just, scenes from from the Toby movie. Yeah, that one. Just tell, yeah, just tell them. Just <laughs> tell them we'll release a trailer soon. No, wait. Oh, just delay it. Just keep just delay it. it. Just Everyone next year. That. Next year. <laughs> Call them back for reshoots. <laughs> yeah, just just keep delaying it. It's fine. Everyone's <laughs> used to it anyway. I'm so scared they're going to delay it because, like, December is coming in hot and we don't even have character posters. Listen, I'm telling you, they just, they're sitting there, they're sitting around the table like, just delay it. That's fine. Uh, We're going to table this. I think that they could get away, right? Right. Like, we'll just, we'll come back to it next year. Next year sounds We'll see how better. Carnage does and then we'll come back. And then we'll put that Morbius movie out. We'll delay Spider-Man again. Ooh. So I think I might be the only person in the entire world that actually wants to see the Morbius movie. No, no, no. I want to see it. I'm with you on that one. Okay. Because like everybody on the internet is just like, I don't give a shit about Morbius. Like, I, I don't care if they release it or not. And I'm like, but I want to see it because the trailer looked really freaking good. Yeah, the trailer actually looked entire. Like, I remember I didn't know who Morbius was when I saw the trailer. And then I was like, I like this character very much. So... When I saw that trailer, I did not know they were making a Morbius movie until they put that trailer out. Because um, I don't I don't normally follow, like, all of the press releasings and stuff like I do from Marvel and Disney when they do, like, their D23 thing. But for Sony, I don't really follow that. So when that trailer popped up and it was, like, teaser trailer for Morbius, I was like, excuse me? You said Morbius, the living vampire? Are you talking to me? And then I saw it was Jared Leto, and I was like, oh, oh, 
I have things that I feel and I don't know if they're good things. Yeah, that's the only thing I have with it is Jared Leto. Like, I just, because of who he is as a person. At who he is as a human being, I think is kind of shitty from everything that I've ever seen about him. Yes. Um, but he is incredibly talented. Yes. Yeah, you can't deny that he's talented. Like, all of any time he's ever been in a movie, his role has been really good. So, I, well, well, except, except for the Joker. For, except, <laughs> yeah, except let's... Well, we're, we're making a little cliff note to that. Like, except for the Joker, please don't come at us. We already know what you're going to say, yes. except, for, except the Joker. for the Joker. To the point that I forgot he did that until after I said that. Because uh, I've yeah, blocked it that out. Was, that was a. That was bad. You'd have to, honestly. Yes. I'm just glad. Yeah. They've not brought him back. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. I think we need to talk about Suicide Squad next week. I think I think we're going to we're gonna do Suicide Squad next. Um. But anything else you wanted to say about uh, Let There Be Carnage or anything coming up? I am excited for it. Me too. I think. I'm excited. I fully believe that a couple people are going to die in this movie. and uh, Which would be nice. I'm ready for it. Same. I love a good character death. Clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. You live for it. <laughs> Black Widow love over here. I live here. for when your characters are Captain sad. America over here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Well... Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Eric Cosmos as we <laughs> enjoy the tears of our favorite characters. Uh, we'll be, I think we confirmed it. We're talking about Suicide Squad next time. Uh, so get pumped. If you Hell haven't seen yeah. the movie, go see it so you can know what we're talking about. Uh, so there aren't spoilers. Yes. And I am excited for next week. We are moving into DC for, I think, a little minute. Yeah. I think we're going we're gonna... to stick to DC for a little minute. We're switching yeah. it up. Remember, we said we promised we weren't a Marvel podcast, and we, we do promise that. There's just so much to talk about. <laughs> and now, but now DC is reeling us back. So we're we're gonna stick to DC for just a couple episodes too to prove. Yeah. We have to prove ourselves now. Yeah. Oh, quick before we before we wrap out, uh, one sentence review. How did you feel about the premiere of What If? Okay, okay. Uh I love the premiere. So much, and I'm very excited to see what they do next, given the character art in the background on Disney+. Plus. Okay, I mean, I feel something. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I like the story idea. I don't think I like the execution. Does that count as one sentence? Okay. Like the... Like the animated part, or like, what do you not like? What's the one little thing you don't like? We won't go on a rant. Just like name um, the one little thing you don't like. I guess a little bit of it is the the animation. It really, it seemed like some of the the dialogue and the animation were not lining up. Okay, but okay. but we've got another episode coming next week. So at the time, what if wraps in what eight episodes? I think. Yeah. So um, when it wraps, we'll episodes. talk about it. We'll, we'll go more into it. So we would love to hear what everybody else thought about the premiere. Yes, send us if. your thoughts and ideas. And if there's something, if there's a character that you specifically want us to talk about or a story you specifically want us to talk about, let us know. Uh, I'm researching new stories all the time because I don't have the money to buy all these comics as much as I wish I did. So sometimes I just have to read it up online. Um, so just send us stuff if you want to hear more about stuff. Or if you're like, man, I bet they'd find this interesting, send it to us and we'll talk about it. Yes, absolutely. I think we both have the Marvel Unlimited app, uh, so we can read just about anything on there. Um, 
And everything is always going to HBO Max now. So if it's DC, we can hit all of that. They've got so much stuff on there now. Thank you guys again for listening. We're excited for you to join us in the next episode. And thank you for joining us on this journey of this one. Bye. Bye. activity you know i'm i'm not saying that you can buy your drugs with taco bell but i'm saying that you should buy your drugs <laughs> with taco bell